0: Yo, 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 yo! Welcome in, welcome in. Top of the morning. Today is November the second, two thousand and twenty-two. Another edition of the Cash It With Chris podcast slash NBA betting show, presented by Always by the by by the Basketball Forever Podcast Network. Uh, Man, we got a lot to talk about. As always, we had a we had a nice little slate yesterday, and we got a lot of games today. Tuesday and Thursday is typically a little bit lighter uh monday wednesday and friday typically the heavier days um in the nba so with no further ado let's just go ahead and get into it man let's try to get through as many of these games as we possibly can real quick um if you're watching over on youtube make sure to hit the like button for me comment let me know what you want i see y'all up early with me appreciate you guys for being here man um what up to top of the top of the top for sure uh good morning good morning appreciate you being here jr sports so Let's get it, Jason. I see you in here from VA, bro, over here early on the East Coast. Um, but let's talk about let's let's talk about the games. Let's talk about the recap uh, real quick. We had a nice little sweep yesterday. Podcast wise, when I talked about the morning show, this is why it's important for you guys to tap back in with me in the evening because we get, you know, more news, more more lines. The, the The morning show is really to give out information. If it's something that I like, then I'll go ahead and put it in early and be sure to share that with you guys. But the, the morning show is more so to give you guys information to, to digest and process to help you along the way. I'm doing the homework for you guys. Of course, I know you guys are doing the homework as well. But, you know, I'm really trying to trying to just get the information out there, help you guys look at the games from different angles. So, um, yeah, let's go back real quick, just real quick, because we got a lot of games to talk about today. So I don't want to spend too long on the recap. Uh, we know yesterday we had the we had the Nets um, playing Chicago. I talked about Chicago being the right side. And I talked about the Nets uh coming out, you know, probably with something early. And they barely did that. They covered that first quarter that I talked about yesterday, gave out that play in the in the um the on the crispy cap and NBA show yesterday evening. Brooklyn first quarter minus 0.5 that cashed half unit play. So brought back 0.45 units. And then uh I talked about Vucevic rebounds in that game as well. Brooklyn does not rebound the ball well at all this season. So I talked about, you know, continuing to to take big men against them on the boards. I typically don't like playing guys at over 11 and a half rebounds, but I got that line at a minus 130. Like the spot for Vucevic, I think he finished with like 13 or 14 rebounds, so he cleared that one pretty easily. Brought back uh, 0.77 units because that was a one-unit play. And then last but not least, Anthony Edwards over 22 and a half points, minus 120. Uh, that was another one-unit play for me. Brought back 0.83 units. So overall, yesterday, three and 0 day, uh, plus 2.05 units um but let today we're trying to keep it going <laughs> yesterday is yesterday we're trying to keep it going to the day see if we can stay hot um what y'all talking about in the comment section what up lj appreciate you being here my brother what up what up Smacked them across the head across the head last night fam. oh nice little plus plus ten thousand parlay okay uh jeff michael's in the building good morning my brother how you doing we got to chop it up later jeff Uh, Utah Jazz OKC to make the playoffs. That's a that's a sharp sharp take. (laughs) That's a sharp take. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, LJ said, "Did you tell me on the Chris Paul assist he had twelve last night?" He did. LJ, I fell asleep on that game, bro. Uh, Ended up just letting it ride. Like I had, I I didn't want to, you know, put another play in, so ended up just letting it ride. But I love the look, LJ. I had it written down um, and told a few people about it. I don't know if they took it or not. Uh, A few people in my circle, I told about it. Um, But yeah, let's get it, man. Let's stay hot. Finesse the books. What up, baby? What's up, bro? Uh, DJ in here. Uh, But let's get it. Let's get into today's slate, man. I don't want to take too long because we got a lot of games to talk about. Well, we got a lot of games. I'm not going to get to all of it. But let's start over here on the East Coast, man. The Philadelphia 76ers at home today against the Wizards. Now, we know that the Wizards come into this game. They're on a three-game losing streak. And I think the, the, the line actually opened at the 76ers minus eight, which a little too rich for my blood. We saw this Wizards team is better than this, than than some of these teams that the 76ers have beat already, uh, or have failed to cover against already. So I don't know if I'm willing to lay eight points with with a team like the 76ers, although they are hot right now. They're coming off three straight wins, three straight ATS covers. Uh, two of those games have been without Joel Embiid. This will be their first game back at the crib after a four game road trip. And that, I think that's, uh, You know, it's a lot of moving pieces. The team isn't the same as it was last year over there in Philadelphia. But this is what we saw from Philly last year. At the beginning of this season, you know, everybody thought that the house was burning down already, right, because people were riding Philly off. And I was one of the people like, man, they got to get it together. They got to show me something before I start betting on them. Um, But this is what they did last year. They were a better away team than they were a home team. And I don't have the numbers right in front of me. I just remember them covering spreads and winning more games uh, on the road than they were doing at home. Uh, so you get the Wizards coming into this game, and the reason why I think the spread was opened at eight is because they're on a three-game losing streak. That's uh, straight up and ATS. They haven't been able to cover a spread, uh, and this will be a, a third game in four nights for the Wizards. Their fourth game in six nights as well, so I always talk about not backing teams in that spot. Similar situation for, for Brooklyn last night. Brooklyn came out. They, they they looked okay early, and then Zach Levine happened in the fourth quarter, and that was all she wrote. And you that's what you see. You see the trend kind of – You know, go towards the team that's playing the third game in four nights or especially with the travel or the team that's playing, um, you know, fourth game in six nights. They tend to fade at the end of the game because you give everything that you have to stay in the game and keep it competitive early. So the right side yesterday was Chicago. Uh I said I wasn't gonna play it because I didn't trust their offense, which looks uh, it looks terrible at times. But when they got Zach Levine and they got DeRozan, those guys can get hot. Vucevic can get hot. They got you know complimentary role players that try to play hard on the defensive end. Um, but their offensive rating in the fourth quarter is not the greatest. It's not the greatest at all. That's the Chicago Bulls I'm talking about. But anyway, back to this game. So um The Wizards, they'll host Brooklyn on Friday. That was the last thing I wanted to talk about. But this is a real bad travel spot for the Wizards. I kind of talked about it the other day. They've had these road, home, road, road, home games, and and they've not looked good in this spot at all. Uh, Embiid, of course, is listed as questionable in this one. Um, we'll, We'll probably get his information a little later. I actually like Philly a little bit better without Embiid. I know that sounds weird, but they just play at a much faster pace. And they just won the game. Um, They won the the last game, of course. Uh, These two teams, of course, just played each other. In that game, um, let's see. I thought I had it up already. Forgive me. Give me one second. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So Washington. Okay. So in the last game, uh, because these two these two teams did just play each other, uh, we saw we saw Philly win that game one eighteen to one eleven, um, and in that game, uh, Joel Embiid rested; he did not play. Um, what I'm looking at in this game, though, because because I do I do got a couple notes I want to talk about. So Philly they did beat Washington uh, in Philly, like I said on Monday by seven to cover a two and a half point spread without Joel Embiid. But before, before that, Washington had won both games outright against this team. So maybe they had that one circle. Um, Washington offenses look terrible. They're, they're ranked 25th in scoring, uh, just 109 points per game. And Philly's defense has picked up just a tad bit. They're ranked sixth right now. They're allowing only 108 points per game. Philly's continue to be uh, a, a poor rebounding team. They're ranked last in the league as they were last year. But the Wizards are also ranked 21st. Um, if mb comes back i'm going to be looking at M B rebound prop under uh i know that's a probably like a weird play but in b i talked about, i've been talking about the plantar fasciitis he's not looked well like as far as rebounding the ball um and then you got guys like pj tucker james harden who can rebound the ball as well uh and b i don't think he's hit his rebound prop uh and it's typically set pretty high against any of these teams that aren't named the indiana pacers uh so that's one that's one way I'm gonna be looking to attack this game. I also think guys like uh like Cal Kuzma rebounds have to be in play as well. Um Kuzma, I think his rebounds opened at six and a half, it was like minus one twenty-five. He's already averaging like seven and a half rebounds, so I feel like that line set just a tad bit low. Um, and then of course, uh you know they 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 he, he didn't hit it last game so Kuzma should probably bounce back in a spot like this against one of the you know the worst rebounding team in the league. I like Kuzma rebounds today. I like him a lot. Uh haven't made an official play at all, but I'm gonna be looking at Embiid under rebounds and Kuzma to go over his rebounds. As the game gets closer, we get more information uh about you know be whether he's gonna play or not. Um I'll be looking to you know probably end up playing one of those. Don't like the spread being this big for, for the 76ers. And honestly, I think it's a spread that the Wizards could cover, but they haven't been covering lately, so I'm not going to just blindly you know, put, put money on them to, 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 to play well today. What do you guys think about that? Let me see what I see in the chat. Low-key Jazz to make the play in. Don't know about OKC, though. <laughs> uh, that was a good look on CP3 assist, LJ. Uh, book, hooked me on, uh, book hooked me on the five assists. Yeah, I saw that. I did see that. Philly uh, first quarter six and two average one hundred thirty two points. Wizards allowed thirty two points in the first quarter. That's mm, that's a good one. Markel said he is on the Hornets money line. So that's actually interestingly enough the perfect segue. Markel, let's go to that game. I'm actually I wanted to talk about that game. So next game up, Hornets and Bulls. Right. So this line actually opened at six in favor of the Bulls. Uh, right now. It's, it's come down to five and a half on DraftKings and Caesars, down to five at Bookmakers. Um, so you know, we 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 got we got some money coming in. We got some money coming in on Charlotte. Charlotte was uh, you know, uh, they were um losers of their last game to Sacramento and and uh and this was on Sunday, right? Today, today's Wednesday. So this was actually Monday. I'm sorry. On Monday, they lost that game. Um, of course, it's still without Terry Rozier, still without uh, LaMelo. I think they're both out in this game. So you get the Hornets coming in off a of loss uh, to the Kings. Um, and two straight home games. And they're traveling to Chicago, but they'll beat the Bulls to Chicago because the Bulls, we know, played last night. So second night of a back-to-back with travel for the Bulls. There's also a third game in fifth and their fifth and uh in five nights, um, and a fourth game in six nights for the Bulls. So the same way we caught Brooklyn slipping yesterday is how we could catch um, you know, this this Bulls team slipping. I'm not really worried about uh you know uh LaMelo and Terry Rozier not being there we've seen how well this offense can can function without Terry Rozier and LaMelo Ball being there Charlotte is one of the they still even though Terry Rozier and LaMelo aren't there they're still one of the better offensive teams in the league which you know I mean it blows my mind but um and we know Chicago can't score the ball so looking at the numbers uh let's see also, to, to mention this one, uh, you know they already said that uh, Zach Levine uh, will probably miss this game. He's not playing it back-to-backs this early in the season. So Charlotte offense ranks 11th. They're scoring 117 points per game versus Chicago offense only ranking 20th, uh, averaging 112. Then you take out Zach Levine, um, and Charlotte's also shooting the three-point ball well. They're shooting 39%, which ranks 7th. They're shooting 47% overall from the field which ranks 13th and the bulls will try to do with defense i don't think that they their three-point defense is is really bad they're actually ranked uh second to last they're allowing teams to shoot 42.9 percent and we know uh charlotte's gonna get out here and try to shoot the ball man it's an ugly play but i like the plus six i like the plus six a lot if you can still get a six i take the six um i take the points with with the hornets in this one and one of the trends that back this so since the start of last season Previous teams that played away games, teams that played their previous game away, then home with no rest that are favored by six points or more. They went just 19 and 25 against the spread and they typically covered the spread by average of three points. So I like that. I like that look a lot. I'm with you, uh, Markel. I haven't locked it in yet, but that's the only way I'd be able to look. I'm not looking to back Chicago in this spot, Um, you know, home road, uh, no road, home back to back with travel and you get a more rested Charlotte team that should be motivated off coming, you know, coming off that loss. So that's the way I'd be looking in this one as well. Uh, Hornets plus six. Okay. Brian said he on it too. Jeff said it does kind of scare me that Charlotte is putting up 113 points in the last four games with two games uh, of 120, but they are just one in three straight up. Yeah. I, I don't know if they win the game, Jordan, but I, uh, Jeff, but I do think that they cover, I think they cover, I think six is too many points. Um, I could see them winning outright. Like I said, Chicago, their offense just doesn't do it enough for me. They caught Brooklyn in a sleepy spot yesterday. I don't like their offense as much when they just have DeRozan and Vucevic. And, um, I don't like them in the back to back spot. They had to exert a lot of energy yesterday to come back. Um, and Zach Levine, you could tell he kind of just left it all out there knowing that he wouldn't play today. So that's that, man. But I, I'm with you guys on that. Yeah, I think it's some sharp stuff in the chat, man. i definitely be looking at playing Charlotte uh, plus the six points tonight for sure. Let's move on to the next game. Let's get into this Kings and Heat game. Similar situation, right? So you get a team and, and the spread for this one opened at the Heat uh, in favor by seven um, and a total of 226 and a half. So you get a Kings team that's coming in here in their, in their second straight game um, of their, uh, their second game of, of the East Coast road trip. They'll play in Orlando on Saturday. Um, I think it's Saturday. They, they got a few days off. This will be the second game of a back-to-back for the Heat. We saw how much energy, energy they exerted yesterday, beating the Golden State Warriors, which we didn't talk about a recap of that game. They come into this game on the second night of a back-to-back as well. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is ruled out in this one. Uh, I think that's interesting to note. Uh, we were on his points the other day, um, and he left that game and, and never returned. Uh, after being injured in the first quarter so Fox is already ruled out in this one and I think that's why the spread open at such a high number but what 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 do we see we see some money instantly come in I see a six and a half and it's still some sevens uh total drop down from 226 and a half to 225 and a half on who who else the 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 ugly dog the ugly dogs have been covering right the 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 ugly dog in this spot happens to be the Sacramento Kings So similarly, since last season, home favorites with a line greater, a line that's seven or greater, but less than 10 on the second night of a back-to-back are just 5, 17, and 1. That's a 23% cover rate in this spot. Um, The away dogs are losing those games by just two points. So I still feel like there's value on the Sacramento Kings in this spot as well. Miami also. They're just five and nine on back to backs last season. So they don't do well ATS-wise covering games in back-to-back spots. They also, they also went one and four on back to backs with no rest as a home favorite, right? So five times last year, uh they were favorite at home on a back-to-back with no rest, and they only covered one of those five games. And they won those games by average of one point <laughs> so a uh, lot of things you know in this one pointing to pointing to taking the ugly dog again man pointing to taking sacramento plus the points uh i like charlotte plus the points as well let me see what you guys are talking about in the chat on this one AO points AO points could be a big play um big 10 that could be a that could be a play uh i would yeah he's he's young enough to where i don't think the back-to-back will affect him as much as it will guys like DeRozan and Vucevic and some of those older guys, so I could I could see that I could see that look as well. And you guys drop your plays in the chat, man. Let me know what you guys are on, especially if you've already you know done some some early research. You put plays in that you like already. Let me know what you uh what you guys are on. I'm gonna try to get through one more game real quick before we wrap it up. Uh, so Hawks and the Knicks. Uh, man, I really like this game. I think I'd rather just watch this one. Uh, you do get Atlanta team is coming in on their fifth straight road game. Uh, they're coming off a 30-point loss to Toronto, so they should be fired up. Back-to-back losses in Milwaukee, in Toronto, got smacked up by Toronto. Toronto beat them 139 to 109. For the Knicks, uh, they'll be coming in this game. This will be their first game back home after taking a taking two losses straight up and against the spread as well after starting the season off really well against some, you know, some of the uh, I wouldn't say bottom feeders, but some of the you know middle of the pack teams. But then you go to Milwaukee. Milwaukee beats them up, even though they 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 fought hard against Milwaukee, and you lose the to Cleveland too. Two of the teams that you know are probably going to be at the top of the Eastern Conference when it's all said and done. They play the Knicks. They are that is play in Philly on Friday. Um, so this line actually opened at uh, two and a half in favor of the Knicks, and it's come down to two. And you guys should know where I'm going with this one. Total opened at 228 and a half. Uh, it's up to 229. Uh, we know the Knicks like to get out and running, running. They like to run fast. I think, uh, I think uh, listening to Coach Nate McMillan, I think that uh, you know, I think, uh, I think Atlanta will too. I think they'll try to get out and run too. Um, but Trey Young, we got you got to look at Trey Young anytime this dude is playing in the Garden. Uh, absolutely crushes it. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but just you know, go on StatMuse or Google Trey Young game log versus uh, you know the Knicks at home. Um, this dude, I mean, yeah, well, the Knicks versus the Knicks at the garden. And, uh, you, you'll see the numbers. Uh, we know the rivalry between these two teams, which is why I'll probably stay off and just look at props versus actually taking a side in this one. Um, and I'll have more in this game later, but I pr- it's probably not a game I'm going to play. Uh, I do feel like the Knicks are the better team right now, and I'm still trying to figure out the Atlanta Hawks. Um, so yeah, uh, Jordan's, uh, Jeff said Pelicans. Yeah. Let's talk about that game real quick before we get out of here. Trey Young points in NYC. Trey Amasko got y'all on it too. Okay. letter Hawks here. DJ said Trey Young points in NYC. Fox is out. Davion Mitchell points. You got to look at Davion Mitchell. Um, B Hunter. I know he, I know he played well and he's probably due to regress just a tad bit, but the, the, the opportunity is going to be there. And this was a guy that you, we cashed on last year towards the end of the season when, uh when, um when De'Aaron Fox didn't play. So I would be looking at his points again in this spot. Um, I, I it will, it's, it's a revenge game for Miami too. And I gave out the revenge game stats, I think it's something like 12 and five. Miami was revenging a loss last season, um, because they did just go over to the West Coast and, and they lost, uh, you know, they lost both. They 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 only beat the um the, the trailblazers, but they lost to Golden State and they lost to Miami. So Miami should come out with something in this spot, but I don't know. Also, the, the injury news on Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero left yesterday, uh, yesterday's game, and we saw Matt Struce come in. absolutely light it up uh hit a bunch of threes they those guys played defense when they needed to they went zone (laughs) shout out to the the head coaching matchup between spolster and uh steve curry yesterday spolster definitely uh was playing chess out there not checkers with steve curry towards the end of the game we saw golden state offense um just get real sleepy out there and not be able to score in the last five six minutes of that game so um yeah but let, let's get let's get one more game and that's a lot of good games I, I really want to talk about the Clippers and the Raptors because the Raptors uh, I'm sorry the Clippers and the Rockets because the Rockets actually opened at nine point favors the other day and now we get them at five and a half point favors and I actually like the the Clippers a little bit more in the spot and that might be scary too because they haven't really been covering spreads but now they get a short number, but I, I'll skip that game. Uh, it's a lot of games I'm interested in, man. Uh, Raptors and Spurs, I really want to see this game as well. Probably want to put a play in. Spurs are a hard team to figure out. Pistons and Bucks, Uh, we, we we talked about that one the other day. They, they get a rematch. That game's still in Milwaukee. Jazz and Mavs, I'm really interested in that game. I really want to back the Mavs, but you don't want to fade the Jazz right now. Uh, I feel like it's a Mavs spot, though. I do feel like it's a Mavs spot. Y'all tap back in with me on the evening show. I'll, I'll, I'll have more... Uh, Time to kind of talk about, you know, all these games and give you guys more news and notes and, uh, you know, some of the trends that I'm pulling. But you don't want to fade the Mavs off a loss as a home favorite. I I gave that stat out last week against Brooklyn. And I think it's applicable here against the Jazz, even though the Jazz have been playing well. So I didn't play that one at all. But let's get to, let's go. I do want to go to LA real quick. Let's go to LA one time for the one time, like my guy Jay Money say. So the Pelicans come in here uh, off a win. They beat the breaks actually off the uh los angeles clippers on sunday so so they are you know theoretically they're the more motivated the more rested team um they they beat the they beat the clippers they beat the breaks off the clippers too especially in the second half you saw the defense pick up now you get the clippers the spread actually opened at two yesterday when i was capping this game in the middle of the day yesterday about two o'clock money's already come in on the pelicans 97 of the money. Um, and the spread has gone from from two to three and a half and now i see it down to three the total 229 I think that's a tad bit too high I talked about it the other day the laker offense is not that great i don't think that they'll be scoring that many points um and I'm a like i'm a diehard laker fan i just i'm not i'm not in a position to feel like I want to back the Lakers and i know it's public money uh but I, I feel like you've got you know the, the lakers could be coming off that high too and I think there's something behind the Lakers winning the game against Denver, which I was on the Lakers versus Denver the first time. And I I talked about this already. I think the Lakers wins this season come against the teams that don't play a lot of defense. And um, honestly, I think it's just that. I think the Lakers are going to look best against teams that don't play defense. I expect the Lakers to struggle against teams that do play defense and um, that also, you know, can score the ball the pelicans are one of the better offensive teams in the league right now they are and we are just about at the 25 minute mark so i'm gonna cut it off after this one but the pelicans offense offensively the pelicans are ranked number one would you look at that 118 and a half the lakers offense ranked 29th averaging 105 so just looking at that um You know, the nod goes to the Pelicans. And I know the Lakers defense has been playing well. They actually rank number eight in the league, but the Pelicans defense has been playing well. And that's without Brandon Ingram and Herb Jones and Zion Williams in some of those games. Their defense ranks 13th. They're only giving up 111 points. I see the Lakers struggling in this game. I think the Lakers struggle in this spot. And I would only be looking at, you know, back in the Pelicans. I haven't made an official play yet. And I do think that, you know, money will probably come in on the on the Pelicans throughout the day. And I expect this line to go, you know, probably to four, maybe even four and a half. Uh, Anthony Davis is listed as questionable. We know his back is, man, being a Laker fan and betting on AD, which I did the other day. Thank God he cashed his points over 22 and a half. But, you know, be, being in that spot is scary, man. This dude back could lock up at any time. And, you know, the Pelicans get the Lakers up out of here. I think the Lakers struggle with teams that have size. I think the Lakers struggle with teams that play defense. Herb Jones is also back in this game. Brandon Ingram will not play. He didn't even take the, the, the West Coast trip. The Pelicans, this will be their last game out West before they go back home. Uh, the Pelicans actually play um, Golden State uh, on on Friday, but that game will be at home. So, uh, you know, coming off, like I said, the, the – the tw- the, what was that uh, – 21-point win, and, and their defense really picked up in the second half. Now you get Herb Jones back. I think the Lakers really struggle in this spot. Um, they already struggle to score the ball against this long, lengthy, uh, good rebounding team in the Pelicans. I just don't see my Lakers covering the spread. So um, really, really like the, the the Pelicans today, but haven't made that an official play yet. Um, what y'all on in here? AD is AD playing. He listed as questionable, man. uh What up, Anthony? Appreciate you being here, tapping in with me in, you know, in the morning show, bro. Aaron said, "Like the Sixers, gonna lose. Uh, like the Sixers, gonna lose against teams that, that play defense. Yeah, that's a fact. The t- the Sixers haven't played well against teams that play defense either. After Nash fired, I immediately bet KD points uh over that you cashed. There, good good look, uh, Anthony. And uh, Jeff said, New Orleans is uh, number fourth in offensive efficiency, two hundred and fifteen points uh per one hundred possessions when." Uh, when you take tempo into account, yeah, I think I think they I want to play the total under 229, but I feel like the better play might just be the Pelicans to win this game by five or six points. Um, the Lakers haven't covered no uh, spread all season, uh, uh, except um, the last one against the Denver Nuggets, but this is a totally different uh, team, totally different team. Um, but that's what I got for you guys, man. I'm already over. It's 27 minutes and I haven't even touched all the games. Uh, nothing official for me, but I did give out, you know, some looks and I hope this helps, you know, jumpstart your day. Um, as far as your research and your captain 515 Eastern time, uh, NBA crispy captain show live on Twitter and on YouTube. Be sure to tap back in with me then, uh, you know, do the rest of your homework now and we'll, uh, we'll talk again soon, man. Best of luck on all your bets that you guys end up placing today. Um, None of this is financial, you know, uh, consultation. It's theory, it's statistics and it's analytics. Right. Use the best judgment when placing your bets and, you know, bet with your head, not over it. Best of luck, you guys.